Hey everyone, this is Kim Venegas at Jumpstart. This podcast is for all teachers who want to improve their teaching, but especially for our newest teachers in the profession. During my last year of teaching, I saw a lack of mentoring for our first and second year teachers. Because time and experience in the classroom is how we master the art and science of teaching, I consider teaching an on-the-job profession. Even though we graduate with years of theory, our first experience in a classroom is that of an apprentice, learning with an expert. And I don't believe this should end after our student teaching experience. Education is one of the most challenging professions today. Society changes along with education policy. New teachers need a guide, an expert, a master teacher nearby. And often this work is not prioritized in schools. The title today about warm-blooded animals know their master, how does it fit with teaching? Good question. One of my online students gave me this definition of warm-blooded animals. His father taught him this. It wasn't the textbook answer about whether an animal maintained their own body temperature, but it gives a good definition. Horses, dogs, cats, sheep, cattle, chickens, guinea pigs. I'll get to the point. This student has knowledge that I didn't have and I'd never considered. He brought something new to our class. All of our students will bring knowledge to the classroom. I think it's important to acknowledge what they know. Many of our students today are entering classrooms without book knowledge, without school procedures, sometimes without knowledge of modern conveniences like toilets and sinks that work on sensors. Our country, our world is dynamic. It's ever-changing. Our students will continue to come from places beyond our borders, our own worldview. When you work with English language learners, it's important to honor what they already know. True, they have a long way to go to assimilate into our communities and our schools. They are also arriving in our classrooms with a history of living elsewhere and making the journey to America. Likely, some of those experiences were scary, or at least unfamiliar to most of us. Politically, my opinion may be unpopular, even within my own family. My father is a first-generation American, born here after his parents arrived from Germany in 1936. My husband's parents are the second generation of children born in America after his great-grandparents arrived from Mexico. The truth is, unless a person is 100% Native American, they or someone in their family is part of the history of immigration to the United States. Some people came by choice. Others were brought against their will. Give me your huddled masses yearning to break free. Free from war. Free from hunger. Free from violence. Free from persecution. Freedom to speak. And freedom to worship. Welcome your English language learners. Somewhere in all of our families, there has been an English language learner who needed support. Talk with your CLD or ELL specialist to learn how to best teach and reach your newcomers and listen to what they have to tell you. They very likely can teach you a thing or two. Happy Monday, and thanks for listening. I'll be observing practicum students this week as they teach lessons. I'm sure I'll have plenty of new and great ideas to share with you next week. Thanks for listening.